Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Here we go. Welcome into the program. We are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. And coming up over the next three hours today, a Monday night football preview. Probably a couple of times. We have the week eight opening point spreads and totals in the NFL. Two Major League Baseball playoff games today. Josh Applebaum on the program, as is Michael Lombardi. So it's good to have you on board. And, Paulie, obviously, we're going to begin today in the National Football League, as we do every single Monday morning. And, you know, maybe more so than ever, the NFL is so week to week. And if you just think about, you know, maybe not so much these teams covering numbers, such as the Bears covering against the Raiders. Not really that surprising. The Ravens covering against the Lions. Okay, you could go on and on and on yesterday. But it's the way the games played out and the unpredictable fashion in which these games started yesterday. For example, the the Browns uh, Colts game had 45 points at halftime. It was by far and away the highest scoring game of the day. Uh-huh. Like what what is happening here? Okay, the, the, every time I looked up, there's another <laughs> touchdown being scored in that game. The Pats led the Bills 13-3 at halftime. It was the Ravens 28, Lions nothing yards 355 to 97. A total bloodbath in Baltimore. And then you had the Giants and Bears leading by combined score of 28-3 to in those early games yesterday. So it's not, again, maybe not so much that these teams are covering. Now, that can happen. But the blowouts that we had or the, again, the stuff that you just didn't see coming in week seven of the NFL. Yeah. It delivers every week. Yeah. I think, it, I think it's close to a perfect league. If we could just get the officials to stay out of the way and stop deciding some of these games, I think it'd be... Uh, It'd be perfect. And it was another seven-hour sweat and a fun day. And, uh, you know, the Survivor, people getting chopped out left and right, taken out in Survivor. I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun here because you see most of the league is average. And, yes, it is. And a lot, you know, how do the Steelers win every week? How are the Falcons getting this done? This is just, uh, this is a phenomenal watch every Sunday. Might the Bills miss the playoffs? Yes, it definitely in play. There's you know a lot wrong there. The the Giants I saw are like a game and a half out of the wild card. <laughs> if you can believe it in the NFC. Yeah. Well, again, I mean, someone's going to host a playoff game out of this NFC South. And as bad as the bottom of that conference is, you might get two playoff teams out yep. of that. So yep. I'll tell you what's really good has been the AFC North. Like who? Yes. I have a ticket on the Browns to win the division. You have a ticket on the Ravens. Look at the combined right now, the four teams have won eight consecutive games. Every team's on a two-game winning streak. Yes, yes. H- how good is the AFC North? Right. From top to bottom, that's the best division. And still, you have to you can't dismiss the Steelers, even though I don't know how they win games where it's just, 
you, you just you hang around, you can't do anything on offense, and you hope that the opposing quarterback screws it up. I mean, that's what they're doing right now. Try to force a turnover and get out of there, and, and somehow Canada is still the offensive coordinator. They're, again, the Ravens should be undefeated. Gave away two games. Definitely blew the Pittsburgh game on the road. But that's what I thought we would see coming in when we had Monken's press conference and what they talked about in August. I thought this was going to be a dangerous offense. Get out of the way. You can't stop it. Now, what happened Sunday was, was you know, a, a fluke in terms of how good they played and at that level. But what we didn't anticipate was Baltimore having a top five defense. So this team becomes very scary if they continue to, to get better, improve on offense with the weapons that they have and the defense plays at that level, that, that's lookout. That's Kansas City level. Okay, so that team right now at DraftKings, they're 16-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. They're going to be a player as long as they can stay healthy in the AFC. There's no doubt in my mind. And yep. if you consider what they did yesterday to a Lions team that was 5-1, and one, had a lot of mojo going for it, right? And that was a game in which the Ravens went right down the field with the first team this year on their first four possessions to go down and score a touchdown on every single drive. And I believe the Lions on their first three drives had nine total plays and it was punt, punt, punt. So not only did the Lions offense no-show, that Baltimore defense that you talked about, the Paulie was a big reason why, it was the Lions defense that just got completely manhandled again. And to be outgained yeah. 350 plus to 97 at halftime. And that, think about this for a second. Baltimore on the year. Here are your quarterbacks they had faced before yesterday. Ryan Tannehill, Kenny Pickett, DTR. They got a whiff of him. <laughs> Gardner Minshew, a hobble Joe Burrow, and CJ Stroud in his first ever start. Yeah, fair. So, so yeah. it's like, okay, now they're taking on Jared Goff, who yeah. I've been making the case, sleepy MVP guy. And by the way, that game was garbage time the entire time. Lions could only score eight points. Yep. Vicious that that couldn't go over either. No doubt. I mean, it's almost like Tech Mobile, too, when Lamar Jackson gets, am I going to scramble? Am I going to take off? No, I'm up. And he's just going to sit there and bait you, right? And then you come, is he going to take off and run? Yeah. Or is he just going gonna to come up and he throws it if you sit back and the guys are wide open? But Pardon uh, me, six points, by the way. Yeah. But the other thing was, I didn't, I, I wasn't strong enough on this on Friday. This team continues to bury people how they get out of the gates. They are 8-0 ATS in the first quarter, and they've outscored their opponents 55-6. They jump on you from the get-go. So that's an excellent job by the coaching staff, having them ready to go every week and then scripting the place. Yep, totally agree. That's awesome coaching. 55-6. Yep. See, it, and, and that's what it looks like when the receivers hang on to the, to the right. pass, right? That's right. Again. Andrews, Beckham, Flowers, who do I, Bateman, who can I stop? Aguilar, too many guys. Yeah, just to remind people again, that's, so, I mean, somehow, somewhere they lost that Steelers game. They could have won that game like 40-14. to 14. Just, I mean, if the receivers hang on to the football, that's another burial. And they're sitting here with one loss on this season, and the entire talk is going to be, yeah, this team can play KC to the wire. They can, uh, who else is good? actually in the AFC, who we thought were, was, was going to be good, right? Buffalo, I, I, don't, I have no idea at this point. They have so many injuries across the board on defense. Yesterday was no good, allowing Mac Jones and the Patriots to do that and come back and win. The Dolphins now played two good, two good teams on the year. See, that's the big one. It's hard to make a case for Tua for MVP until he beats a good team. Because the, the five wins are against teams that are combined 8-25. and 25 Yeah. So you're right. They played two good teams, and they've been boat raced now. I mean, 17 points? Yeah. And, and you get the pick six, actually? So you want to throw that out? I mean, it's it's been bad for them against the two teams. So uh, it's going to be hard. And then you look up, and every, are they going to do this again? I'm not saying it's over. But it appears, again, that the Super Bowl is going to go through Kansas City. I mean, because more wins are coming up. Now they take on Miami and Germany. But it's just they're going to be Denver. They're going to be seven and one. This kid's twenty eight and nine or twenty eight and three rather yeah. inside the against the division in his career. No one's on Kelsey wide open. It's the same thing every year with the Chiefs. Can't right. stop. And like that's exactly the thought that I had watching that game as they were putting away the Chargers yesterday. Like it's the NFL season, so much fun, and you like to make a case, and you know you're putting your bets together all the way back in who knows May, June, July, maybe even before then. And you're trying to make a case for these other teams. And finally, it's going to catch up with the Chiefs. And at the end of the day, is it just going to be a case like Mahomes is winning the MVP and the Chiefs are going to be, you know, 14-3? and three? 
with the one seed overall in the AFC, nobody's going to beat them. They're going to be playing another Super Bowl. Is that, is that what it's going to come down to? Like, we all do this for yeah. five months, and at the end of the year, it's like, ah, there you go. It's KC yet again. Yeah. So someone can beat this guy, and then you're going to have to do it on his field, which is that. But rest assured, he'll, he'll be in the game and probably hosting the game as well, no doubt. I also thought that was a big win for Philly uh, to bounce back. I would agree. You, you good call by you, but for them to bounce back, and you had to have it because uh, you should take out Washington Sunday, this gauntlet that they have coming up, I mean, they had to have it. Because you go after the Washington game, you go Dallas at Kansas City, Buffalo, San Francisco at Dallas at Seattle. I don't care who you are. Just get out of there alive is, uh-huh. is a major accomplishment. I know. I think that's why after next week, and in fact, it's uh, Halloween next Tuesday, that's the day that you want to look at uh, prices on the Cowboys to win the division based on the whole schedule overall. And again, week to week, unpredictable. Uh, league that we have here in the NFL. The Bears, Saints, Giants, Falcons, Pats, and Broncos were a combined 5-33-4 ATS. Bears, Giants, Falcons, Pats all covered one outright, as did the Broncos. That's just a great tweet yeah. from Raheem Palmer, and that just sums up the entire league. And the Bears and the Giants, fairly Bears easy, Giants easy. Mm-hmm. It should have been a no It should not have been that close. Washington scored. Their only touchdown because Shepard fumbled a punt deep in his own territory. Other than that, they did nothing the whole game. Incredible job by the Giants yeah. and defense and how bad Washington was. And I, I still, I mean, I want to get on the bandwagon. I want to say they're good. They have all the, they have the pieces. They have a good defense and plenty of weapons. It's just, I've had enough with Ritter though. But that's a big win on the road to beat Tampa and turn it over several times at the one yard line and come back and, and cuckoo could chew with the game-winning field goal. Again, isn't that every game for the Falcons? Man. Where they have a game-winning field goal opportunity? He's, he's throwing the ball much better. Desmond Ritter is. Just, I mean, the, you know, last week it was the INTs. Yesterday it was the fumbles and the, the, the timeliness in which that they happened. I mean, deep inside Tampa Bay ter- territory or at the goal line every single time. Yeah, the London plays are incredible. You never, I've never seen that before. Ass over tea kettle, and then is it a touchdown? Is he out at the one, or is it a fumble? What did you think but of that? that? I thought it was a correct. I couldn't tell if the fingers gra- I, grazed outside. I've never seen outside. that before. No, right? Did the fingers come out outside? I know, but I thought they got the call right. But again, put the ball away. Don't do that. The Ritter fumble is just unacceptable and inexcusable. He stops. He gives up on the play and starts to celebrate, and then they they. Winfield does a great job not yeah. giving up. That can't happen. But to me, Art, Art, do you do you trust the guy or not? It's third and five. If you get a first down, the game's over, and he, th- he runs the ball. I mean, do you, come on, you got to throw the ball there. It works out because they get the stop and they kick the game when he field goal. But it's, it's like the, you have the weapons all around him. Th- trust him and throw the ball. There's plenty of pieces. How about that? Bijan? Well, that too. B- basically, nope, sick all of a sudden. Can't go in the game. Hearing rumblings of what happened on the sideline like it wasn't good. Well, that information should have been available. I know. I mean, that, that kills everyone in props and fantasy. And it's, oh, by the way, our best player is sick. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll look at the Monday night game coming up next. No Debo Samuel. There is a player on the 49ers who flourishes when C, uh, Samuel misses a game. We'll tell you who that is coming up next here on VSIN. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very slow. all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. (laughs) Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. What a time to be alive. Full soccer schedule tomorrow. NBA starts. All four major sports in action. Hockey's off to a great start. Game seven tonight. No better time of year to be the, uh, be better uh, be to be sports better. Sign up now, get a full Veasan Pro access. Everything we do through May first for one hundred and twenty dollars. Daily best bets, unlimited access to the betting splits, exclusive betting content for the rest of the college football season. March Madness, NFL Draft. Don't miss this limited time offer through May first. One hundred and twenty dollars. Veasan.com slash subscribe. Tonight, Monday Night Football in Minneapolis. Vikings hosting the 49ers. San Francisco, they are now laying six and a half, and the total is 43. So there is no Debo Samuel. He's going to miss two weeks. Outstanding weapon for the 49ers to use. Here's the player that really shines when Samuel misses games, dating back a handful of years to 2019. In games when Samuel is not playing, George Kittle has averaged 4.6 catches almost 74 yards, and basically a touchdown per game. If you go and look at the four games played last year without Debo, Kittle, 4.25 receptions, almost 70 yards, and one and a half touchdowns per game. Remember that chemistry that he had with Brock Purdy late last year? Purdy loved going to Kittle. This is the guy that kills it typically when Samuel is out. Uh, And tonight, looking at a receptions prop of Kittle at DraftKings, he's three and a half. The over here is juice to the gills at minus 166. Yep, like that. See if uh, McCaffrey scored a touchdown 15 in a row. Check his status. Uh, doesn't look good for Trent, Trent Williams either. Uh, but I don't think it's going to go well for Kirk. Kirk is a $1.15 here at Circa to throw an interception, which uh, not to mention I think he's going to be harassed for much of the game as well as the Vikings couldn't move the ball against the Bears last week. And I was shocked that they couldn't get Addison involved either. With the Jefferson absence here, I just I think the Vikings are really up against it uh, for what they're going to look like offensively. And uh, good luck against this defense, in which figures to be uh, ticked off and angry coming off a loss as well. And it's pr- you know primetime Kirk, too, which is never a good thing. Got that angle going, too. No. Uh, if the 49ers get out to a comfortable lead in this game, are you going to be playing the largest lead under tonight? Or not involved? I, because I the... won't do that. No. Okay. No. Let's say they get out to a two-score lead, or it's 17 points, whatever. Do you trust Cousins against this defense to go garbage time? No. Oh, you would not? No. That's typically what you can get out of that guy, but maybe not in this game because no. they're so good. Without Jefferson? Yeah. No way. I mean, the 49ers, no. It's either it's going to Hawkinson. The Vikings can't run the ball. They don't try to run the ball. So now you're one-dimensional against San Francisco? You know, good luck. And the other thing was uh, I would think Ayuk would eat tonight too. I mean, he should have had a big game against Cleveland. Wide open, dropped the bomb. Uh-huh. Uh, but that's another guy who could uh, – have a big performance tonight for San Francisco. So uh, they have the Bengals on deck at home, but great, uh, great coaching job 
as always, by Shanahan, and I think he'll have them ready to play here. And I just, I just don't think – I see how Minnesota's going to be able to move it now. The loss of Jefferson is just enormous. He he's the, makes everything go for him. Are you surprised that Madison's rushing prop is 46.5 yards? Feels too high, yeah. That does feel too high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you expect out of the San Francisco offense, considering no one blitzes like Flores? And continue to and they did a nice job. I mean, I'm very unpleasantly surprised by how well they played. Mm-hmm. But it's just they, he sends five or more 60 percent of the time, most ever, just through this uh, deep in a season since they started tracking this stat yep. and what they're doing. Well, I'll look at the anytime touchdown tonight for Christian McCaffrey. By the way, he's minus two dollars. I mean, that's a, that's a typical number for McCaffrey nowadays, and for him to score the first touchdown is as low as plus three thirty. Those are unbettable, in my opinion. Uh, Kittle is plus 850 first, plus 150 anytime might be in that range to actually make a bet. And Kittle's receiving yards tonight is 47.5. Based on what we were just saying with uh, no Debo Samuel tonight, I think 47.5 might be a touch low on him. Ayuk is 70.5. Yeah, I like him over. That's where I'll go. I'll take Ayuk. All right. Uh, You were saying something during the break, if you want to repeat that, about the narrative that we're hearing from people suggesting the league is absolutely you know horrendous this year well going when we were growing up i mean quarterback play was atrocious i mean you're always going to have injuries you're always going to always going to have a couple bad quarterbacks that are going to be in the league but just when i was growing up sean salisbury was the quarterback of the vikings you had eric kramer in the division randy wright was the quarterback with the packers I mean, people are just lost when they bring stuff up. No, like this. people so forget about how bad the quarterback play was at the bottom in the '80s and a lot of times in the '90s. It was real. It's like this almost every single year. So yeah, do we have some true stink bombs this year at quarterback and for teams? Of course we do. Uh, my my one issue is the quarterbacks, the very top of the league. And I pointed this out recently on the show. I'll say it one more time. Like the golden age of the quarterback position is beyond us now, where where it's in the rear view. Yeah. I mean, at one time when you can sit there and say that we're watching Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Ben Roethlisberger, and others at the same exact time, we were kind of spoiled. Yeah. Like that's, we don't that's that, right. we don't have that many guys at the very top anymore. Right. That's the bad part. Yep. We were but blessed for a long period we, of time. We, absolutely. And maybe that's, yep. again, one of the reasons why the points per game now down across the league, yards per game down across the league as well. But the, the guys who you're watching at the bottom and the teams who have injured quarterbacks every year. That's right. What are you supposed to do? I mean, you're not, you're not going to have a, a – once you get to second or third string, sorry, he's just not going to get solid quarterback play. Nope. Or, or good. I mean, Raiders, Garoppolo hurt. Big surprise. Watson hurt. Fields hurt. I mean, uh, look how many quarterbacks were down here across the league. So that that's a big reason why. And then the, the ridiculous play calling and everyone going for it. For too. sure. Now we'll get to the week eight openers coming up in about 40 minutes, the top of the hour. Early thoughts here on Survivor uh, for week eight. Are you going to do this again against the Bears? Yeah, I have to. It's sticking out to uh, right at me. I have to go Chargers with the season on the line. Okay. If, if See, it comes down to this. How will you feel the day after? You will be suicidal. No, I will not. Because if a Division II rookie quarterback on the road takes me out, so be it. What if he's better than Fields? What? What if he's better than Justin Fields? I don't don't care. That's that's how I look at it. It's the obvious play. I have to do it. Still, you still have to be worried about a Tua injury or Belichick shocking the world, going to Miami, and everything else on there is hot garbage. It is a brutal week. I want no part of Buffalo. I mean, they should have lost to the Giants at home. They're, the offense is broken. They have so many injuries. Everything else on here, what am I? No, I can't choose anybody else. Can you take the Lions on Monday night? No, I've already used them. Oh, you have? Okay. So can't that's no them. good. Okay. Yeah. Can you use Baltimore at Arizona? Yeah. I, I just, that, that, not, they, they probably win, but it's Arizona's frisky at home, and Baltimore just played an A-plus game. I'd like to save Baltimore for down the road as well. I'm just going to remind you that uh, last year, week eight, the Bears played in a primetime game at the Patriots. That's when it was? Uh-huh. We had 150 left in Survivor at that time? Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. And the Bears won going away in that game. I'll be fine. If a Division two quarterback on the road beats me, so be it. All right. If Brandon Staley goes for it on fourth down at their yeah. own 19-yard line and up by a point then, late in the game, you're going to want to kill him. What am I supposed to do? I mean, I can't. It's a horrible schedule. In terms of Survivor Week, and I, I can't use the Lions. Could you? So, could you burn Philadelphia? 
I, I think I use. I don't want to do that. Okay. You want to see I, them? I don't, want to, I don't want to use a road team in a division game. Oh, Washington's already played them. It's that's already fair. played them tough. They did. I just. I think this Commanders team. They're not in the same shape that when the first time that they yeah. played. Yeah. They're but, a really bad outfit right yeah. now. So we're down to twelve eighty here, and we almost had total carnage. We would have been under two hundred people. 200 and change, rather, if Seattle went out. Oh, the Bills took the auto one of my tickets. Yeah, yeah the, the oh. Bills were, were, were up there. Top five selected. The Rams were up there. Uh, 40 people had the Saints on Thursday. So we had, uh, you know, we had over 500 people that went out again. So. Tell you what, on the, on the ticket that I lost with Buffalo yesterday. Yeah. That was my golden ticket of all time. Because we had, we used Washington already. We used the Giants. I mean, we used some teams that we would never consider using again. And the only, we used San Francisco already, and we used, I think, Seattle. But that was it. Yeah. We, we had a lot of good teams left. And it's just like, okay, who, who did we want to land on yesterday? And we decided to go with Buffalo. And they, I mean, they probably should have lost the game anyway, but to allow Mac Jones to go the length of the field late in the game, like, like just yeah, hot right, knife through right, butter, right, no right. problem. They're averaging 12 points per game. And they looked like that. Uh, uh, 101 people were on Tampa. That surprised Ooh. me. 75 were on the Browns and got bailed out. You know, when the ball hits the wall in the back of the end zone, I would think there's a good chance it's uncatchable to the officials. What um, a terrible call. Yep. 45 on the Raiders, 42 on the Saints, 12 on the Commanders. Wow. Two people couldn't get their picking. <laughs> Week eight, it never fails. That all adds up, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, it's just the donation. How can this happen every single week where someone forgets to get the picket? Well, this late but in the season. I know. I know. left. It's juicy, my friend. It's a tough week coming up. We still got a couple. I mean, week eight, week nine, week ten. Brutal. Yeah. I Brutal. have the Chargers left to use in my one ticket, and I don't know if I can go there. You got to do it, my friend. I hate Staley so much. I will not be okay with it, Paul. It. I will to. not be okay with myself if Staley blows the game. Just got to hit the reset button. How many I, times has he said that after a loss? Got to come back and focus and reset with this guy. All right. Plenty of questions about what happened in college football on Saturday. Quarterbacks who were not supposed to play for weeks, uh. and they did. And why on earth would a coach go for two in this spot? This is Follow the Money on v Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit v Check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? It's updated with DraftKings odds every five minutes. You can see changes in all the action. Check out future events as well. Oh, yeah, NBA tomorrow, baby. Oh, the market's out there. Betting splits, another way v here to make you smarter, better year-round. Check it out every game. v yeah, I think uh, the timing of what you just said there is absolutely perfect tied into this weekend in college football and the shenanigans again that took place. It's it's becoming every single sport now, Paulie. And it's not necessarily just the marquee games. Can't it's, happen. It's any game. It's it's possible for any conference, any lower level, level school. It could be the NFL, the NBA, college football here in this case. Uh, so we're going to talk about some games that were not exactly like, uh, you know, on the tip of everybody's tongue this past weekend. But with what happened again, like sports betting has now been legalized in countless states. It's been here for more than five years. It's supposed to be regulated across the board. It is. And, you know, on the up and up. And then with that is supposed to come some like, hey, we're going to scratch your back. I'll scratch yours. The leagues are supposed to be cooperative, right? Uh, the sports are supposed to be like, yeah, now this information that you're... How did the Air Force quarterback play? The, the report was he's going to miss three weeks. Yeah. Yep. What, what is this about? Yeah. And so not only does he come in and he plays, they fire off that long touchdown to score right away in the game. What was it, 94 yards, whatever yeah. it was? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Guy's going to miss three weeks. He's out there throwing 94-yard touchdown passes. And then it comes down to, think about this for a second here. That point spread was between, because of the news, was between 9.5 and, and 11.5, and Air Force favored. They're up 17-0 late. Navy scores to make it 17-6. They're down by 11 points. Again, think about what I just said with the point spread. We are watching this in disbelief. Yeah. We, we, we are watching with people who have Navy at 10.5 on the point spread, down by 11, kick the extra point, get out of there, lose by 10, cash the tickets, and you never think about it again. Nope. The Navy quarterback uh, coach decides to go for two. 
puts the, puts the fingers up immediately. It's like, what is he doing? And, and of course, it was it should have been easy money. It's 10 nothing, and the pick six happens because Calhoun was just content to run it and punt. And and, and, and then they, they also, uh, I don't know what they were doing defensively up 17 nothing. But right, why would you go for two in that situation? It's out of control. You have what happened with the Air Force quarterback. Oh, he plays? He's supposed to be out? How about what Utah did all year with Cam Rising? Huh? Remember, week one in August against Florida, he was listed as the starter. And and, and he said, and, and every week it's like, will he, won't he, could he play? Then Sunday they say he's out for the year. Finally. How about what Utah, the crap they pulled all year? Yep. This is out of control. And they also have, you know, the point spread hijinks and shenanigans. Coaches refuse to take a knee. Why would you? Why do you? Why would you know the point spread if you're favored and you're a college coach? I don't understand that. What Franklin does every week, Michigan scoring a touchdown with 10 seconds yeah, left, not right, taking a knee. Right. It's like some of this. So what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. It, it's it's lunacy. What's happening? And, and this guy goes for two to try to make it 17 to, to uh, uh, eight. We, I don't know what he's thinking. And we say this all the time. Like, usually when it's, uh, you know, the game's out of control, a team just scored, they go up, they cover the spread, and then they have to kick off. We're like, uh-oh, here comes the 19 laterals, and it's going to be returned for a touchdown, and people are going to lose their minds in a big game. But just think for a second here. There's no rhyme or reason. I can't find an answer for this, why the coach decided to go for two. Imagine if Air yeah. Force Navy is an NFL game. Imagine if it's a playoff game. An NFL playoff game on a Saturday where everybody's watching, and there are millions upon millions of dollars bet on that. Because these coaches today, I, maybe maybe there's an NFL coach who would do this. Uh, Josh McDaniels kicked another field goal down yesterday, twenty-one to three. Yeah, yeah. Nice job out of him. Yeah. Um, but to to move the the number eventually there to nine, people would be losing control and wanting to like break stuff in public if that happened in a big game. And people bet on this stuff anyway. Again, we're watching here at Circa outside Stadium Swim, like the entire group that we're with has Navy at various numbers that how about Riley Leonard going for Duke? Yeah. Okay. Now, you don't, you he can't got, have it both ways. You can't have your hand out and, and you're asking nope. for all this money and, and you want to be a, a part of this with the legalized sports betting. And then you can't get any information, but then it's one thing you can't, you're fly, coach flat is out changing lying. their mind. Yeah. You're flat out lying. What you're doing. What Whittingham, I love Whittingham, but what he did all year at Utah was a disgrace. Yeah. I mean, he said the guy was starting week one against Florida. He never played it down. And then what happened with the Air Force quarterback? He's out. He's out. Okay. Out three easy. weeks. Yeah. Unacceptable. Yeah. Got to get that figured out. And now, how about Utah going on the road to USC and winning that game outright? Yeah, Barnes looked great. Good for him. And the excellent coach. I would say, who else in the country could do this? To be 6-1? and one, with your third-string quarterback, and you beat Florida, USC, UCLA, and Baylor? Incredible job. It's no a one resume. That. Yes, it is. And how come it is every single year we go through the same thing about Utah where they get no respect? And yet in the Pac-12, the conference has never, ever been better. They're there with that record, with those quality wins. And they were right there with USC the entire game. That was anything but a fluke. Now, I will say, and this is maybe a little bit more on this coming up, a little bit later on in the show, uh, in the ugly, how the USC kid got thrown out of the game is just unacceptable too. That was a personal foul that was not targeting. Uh-huh. That was Barry Alexander who got kicked out of the game. And you saw him crying on, on the sidelines moments after. Again, the guy played out of his mind in that game. He was all over defensively for USC. Personal foul, yes, but... Can he? Did he go in there purposely and try to go head first, helmet to helmet, on uh, the Utah quarterback to knock him out of the game? You're, you, you, there's no logic here, Paulie, used in this ever. We say this. That's another thing that we always come across on this show. Think about it for one second. Do you think that kid was really going to try to put the quarterback out of the game? That's not like the kid from Denver, Jackson. The intent and the history, right? You have to look. Is there any intent that he's not doing it on purpose? Right. There was an accident, no doubt about it. But this is this also delivers every Saturday. This thing's wide open. Oh yeah. I mean, and I'll tell you another thing. I got it coming up. But it, we did this for years in the SEC. Oh, the defense. No, no, no. It's horrible quarterback play. It's not great. It's horrible quarterback play. Ohio State, Penn State. That quarterback play was atrocious. Oh yeah. Now the buck. It can be both. Ohio State's got a very good defense. They shut down Notre Dame. But this between the day 
and and, and you know, it's everything's a sh- underneath crossing route with Harrison. How can Penn State not stop that? But Aller, the hot dog arm, there's nothing on the football. There's no zip on the ball. And that was just horrible quarterback play. And for a, a while there, I thought 10-6 was going to be the final score. Yeah, me too. But, you know, I, I, it's at uh, Instagram at uh, Pauly Does Vegas. We were there with Nish, our buddy, who's a Penn State fan. I felt bad for him. He's like, you get so fired up. This is our year. Penn State, here we go. This year's going to be different. We're a top five team. We can do this. And after one quarter, it's like, that same old Penn State. Yep. And along with Franklin. With Franklin, it's just he can't, he can't win a big game. He can't go on the road and get it done. He's now 1-21. Uh, and 21, Excuse me, 3-21 and 21 against top 10 teams, 1-14 and 14 against top 5. And it was just, okay, go run the score up against Rutgers, whoever. But when it comes down to it, when you mm-hmm. you got to win a big game, you can't do it. And Ohio State takes you out again. Yeah, Nish is a proud, lifelong Penn State fan. I, th- I thought he said it perfectly in the game. He said every year since 1986, at some point early to the middle part of the season, I get a quick reminder of like, oh, we're not as good as I thought. Yep, that's it. And that was in that game early yep. against Ohio State. But North Carolina goes down. Oh, embarrassing. At home. Terrible. Texas almost lost. A horrible spot in that game. Oklahoma coulda, woulda, shoulda lost yep. in that game. You're exactly right, Paul. I think this thing is... Abs- I have no idea who's going to make the playoff. No, would, no clue. It, it appears Florida State's safe. They should be safe now uh, and run the table. But uh, you're right. It's, uh, it's a mess. I would think Michigan, but Michigan can go to Penn State right. and lose. That... I mean, that's going to it's hard to make a case for Penn State after a while. How are they going to move the ball? I know this kid cannot throw the ball. You're I mean, the, the passes that he was throwing down, the, their wobbly ducks. You're like, wait a second. Is it that windy outside or why is it throw? No, no zip on the ball at, at, at any point in that game for him. Can you believe been, can you believe McCarthy's the favorite to win the Heisman now? Well, that's, a, I think, a little bit of a reach. Yeah. They haven't pl- uh, listen. They might be the best team, but they haven't played anybody. No, they're. I mean, the schedule is laughable. What they, Michigan has played, this they, they're not going to play anybody until they actually have to go to Happy Valley. Yeah, that's yeah. the first time they'll play anybody. It's juicy though. It, it's wild. I mean, it's uh, it, Alabama's down thirteen at halftime at home. Pac twelve is, is awesome. Oregon might run the table. I mean, uh, this Kiffin's winning games every week. Mm-hmm. This is madness here. Yep. This is absolute madness. I'm not. If a team like Oregon State made the playoff, yeah. Like, that team's really good. They have some huge games coming up at home, which they're very difficult to beat. Yeah, gets good now. In that spot. Yep. But it's just, there's just there's so much talent on that field. And then just to see Ohio State and Penn State can't, can't get a decent or uh, at least an average quarterback. Yep. Which, okay, it's the first time in forever for Ohio State. So they get a pass. But with NIL, I guess maybe you shouldn't. But that's just... Just no guys, flow. Guys, can anyone complete a pass down the field there and put some zip on the ball? Follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Win some, lose some is up next. Big line moves, upsets, and a team is now 8-0 and to the over on the season. Paulie with the details next here on VEASAN. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. 
Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Last night, wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in win some, lose some. First touchdown of the early games, the Brownies, 9-1. to William Hill and Caesars added this first field goal in the early games. Patriots, 9-1. to Highest scoring team, Browns, 22-1. to Lowest scoring team, Lions, 12-1. to Highest scoring game, Browns, Colts, 15 to 1. All this at DK. Excellent job. Lowest scoring game, Giants and Commanders, plus 450. Most passing yards, Mahomes, 6 to 1. Receiving, Kelsey, 15 to 1. I thought he'd go for 200, which was 5 to 1. Most rushing yards, Walker, 5 to 1. Late in the late games, Foreman was your leader for most rushing yards in the day at 89. We had one running back I mean, that go was over crazy. 100 yards. That was it. Wow. Walker was the only yeah. guy to go over 100. Wild. Ravens first quarter. 8-0 ATS outscored their opponents 55-6. Patriots money line plus 330. First touchdown in the early game Saturday. UAB 15-1. North Carolina. How? Why? Please. Virginia 14-1 money line. On the road as well. Mississippi State. 14 to 1? Yeah, size 14 to 1. They're getting 24 points. Yeah. I mean, that Mississippi State plus 230. This was going on also in the early games. 7-3 final. Arkansas yeah. fires their OC after the game. I mean, what happened there? We got three games going on at the same time in the early games. It's 7-3 late. It's 10-6 Ohio State. And it's 10-0 Air Force in the fourth quarter. That's right. It's an in-play dream. Boston College, 2-1. Surprise Georgia Tech. Nevada got a win. Plus 330. Shut out San Diego State. Utah, plus 240. Charlotte, 2-1 beat East Carolina. LSU does it again. More on this coming up. No one takes a knee anymore. LSU, 8-0 to the over. We've done this over six years. Friday might have been the best day show in history by guests giving out winners. Adam Chernoff went 6-0. And Lou Finnecaro. What a performance by Lou. Nyamov plus 260. Cash it. He was 8-1 to one by decision. He also gave out Breeden as high as plus 250. He gets there plus 220. He was 8-1 to one by knockout. Makayev, round three, finished 7-1. to one. That was the one loser. Uh, but again, the guy's a $4 favorite. Lou wanted him uh, by decision. He said Makachev, the main event, does not go the distance. Well, he adds that Makachev ends it right away, beating Volkanovski. What a performance. 5-1 to one by knockout, round one, finish 6-1. to one. He also had peak, peak by decision, 7-1. to one. Great job, Lou. Carolina Hurricanes, 6-0 to the over this year. You want the scores? 5-3-6-5-6-3-6-3-7-4-6-4. Wow. Subscribe, be part of the team, vcin.com, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these tweets and videos. I cannot wait to watch this guy play every game. Fingers crossed. This was Friday night. Look at this picture. You see the arrow? That's Wembenyama. You see the arrow? That's Clay Thompson. He blocked that shot 
Clay comes right up and shoots a three. Go, go, gadget arms. How about that six, that 90 second sequence he had? Block, lay in, dunk, block, hit a three. How about the statement you made to me on Saturday here at Circa? Oh, I'm surprised the sports books haven't offered the cash out option uh, yeah. on this already. Paulie, to me, on, shut it down. He's winning defensive player of the yes, year. Yes, he is. Uh-huh. I can't wait. This guy is going to win Banyama. Lo- uh, lose some. Akron Bowling Green under. 41 and a half down to 36 and a half. No shot. 41-14. USC from five up to eight. No shot. Oklahoma Central Florida over. 63 up to 68. No good. Clemson from two and a half up to six. How bad is Dabo? Well, you know, sometimes the bandwagon's full, too full. and yeah. What kind of a comment is that? This guy's awful. And their offense is atrocious, which is saying something good. Crystal Ball did it again, too. Yeah. At the 40-yard line with timeouts, playing for overtime. But it's, it worked It's out. a reminder that just because people have really good jobs doesn't mean they're really good coaches. No. Uh, we can tie this into college basketball. People who thought Coach K was awful for years. Roy Williams, John Calipari. Same thing in college football. Crystal Ball's terrible. Lincoln Riley is a disaster. And this guy might be the worst of the entire bunch. Right. Dabo Sweeney. Lawrence and Watson covered a lot of things up. Yep. I forgot about this, but again, we didn't know who was playing Friday morning. Brian Hoyer's lost 13 starts in a row. That's another one. Couple lose some. You know, get ready. We're eight days away from Halloween. When you're dressing up, oh, look at the dog coming in. Dressed like the spider. He scares the Rottweiler. I mean, sometimes this looks like the real thing. That's a, the puppy's got the, the costume on. And the poor Rottweiler, Rottweiler's freaked out. He doesn't know what the, jumps on the couch. Like, get away from me. I got a giant spider coming after me. How oh, they did this, right? And we always, there's a great follow on Twitter. That's a fun video. House porn? I, I can't go along with this. I, oh, no. This can't be real. What is, what am I looking at here? Where I can't even describe it. Where half half the house goes this way, half the house looks like you're playing like some kind of a Jenga. Uh, what, what's the game's called? Jenga? Jenga, yeah. Perpendicular like a, uh, rectangles? Yes. I don't yes. know what the hell. That's just too much. I mean, they tried part, way too hard here. Uh, well said. That's hideous. That's a bad job all the way around. Plenty of bad for the books. Air Force Navy under 38 down to 34. And how about nine bet up to 11 and a half with the news of the quarterback? And then the Navy coach going for two. Why? Memphis, four and a half up to eight. Nebraska Northwestern under, 44 down to 40. Easy. Pittsburgh Wake under, 48 down to 44. Toledo, Miami of Ohio under, 50 down to 46 and a half, 21-17. Mississippi State, Arkansas under, 50 down to 46, 7-3 final. Falcons, Buccaneers under, 41 down to 37 and a half, ice cream. Giants, Commanders under, 42 down to 37 and a half, no problem. Chiefs, under, 52, down to 48. Raiders, Bears under, 46 and a half, down to 38 and a half. Ridiculous sequence at the end. Pick six, they put O'Connell in, takes them down the field in garbage time. Oh, the bad beats. Chiefs, Chargers over 48 and a half. A moose in Kansas City. How? Impossible. 24-17 at halftime. With those two quarterbacks, there were seven points scored in the second half? Yeah, both quarterbacks are moving up and down the field in the first half. And then it just completely died after that. Imagine that, Staley, with uh, some piss-poor halftime adjustments. Yep. I, no one takes a knee anymore. I can't stand this in college football. Michigan, Michigan State under. If he had 46, 47, 48... There's 10 seconds left. They run a play. They score 49 nothing. What? You don't take a knee? Why you continue to run the ball? It's really I, bad. I can't believe they did that. Harbaugh, Franklin, and Day. I can't. Miami and Clemson under. 50 down to 44 and a half. 17-14 late. Double overtime gets you. LSU Army under 60. 55 nothing. A minute left. No one takes a knee anymore. LSU, 67-yard touchdown run. Oh, they had a score again. Yep. Navy, plus 11 or plus 10 and a half. The touchdown, nope, go for two, lose by 11. Bears Raiders under, whether it was 37 all the way up to 42. 21-6 with six minutes left. Somehow that gets there. Lions Ravens over 44. It's 28 rip with seven minutes left in the second quarter. And it's the Lions who've been great offensively the whole year. Chelsea plus 220. They led 2-0 late. They allowed goals in the 77th and 84th minute to Arsenal. 
Nottingham Forest led 2-0 at home against Luton Town, gave up goals in the 83rd and 92nd minute. No one's safe. Don't forget DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can bet $5 and pocket 200 bonus bets instantly. All customers get a no-sweat, same-game parlay every day. Download the app, use promo code FOLLOW when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook crowns yours. So what's the point there of LSU again running the football, and then the kid breaks off that long of a touchdown run? Are they aware that they're unblemished to the over on the season? They're 8-0 now over, as you said, and they're going over on average by 14.1 points per game. Now, that game barely get squeaked under, over, but... I know. Once you get under two minutes, you shouldn't be running. You shouldn't be doing anything anymore. You want it, so it should all be taking a knee. I just, did Harbaugh do it because of the rivalry? Oh, I'm sure. And that's it's, what he does there. Yeah, but... Oh, we're big brother. Yeah. We're going to show little brother another lesson. I'm still pissed off about the block punt from years ago. Silly. They continue to, to run plays, and then they, they put it in. Yeah, stick yeah. it in. It's like, come on. We'll get to it coming up. It's, it's, it's bad enough for Michigan State. I mean, it's... Leave him alone. No, I want to say that <laughs> McCarthy is live to win the Heisman. I pointed that out last week. But the favorite now, all of a sudden. That's outrageous. You're playing high school teams every week. Yeah. Another one. Daniels is live for LSU. Yeah. They're, I mean, the numbers if they, he puts up every week, if he beats Alabama. If they, they go would, on the road and beat yeah. Alabama and he puts up awesome numbers, that guy can. Right. Well, now he's on a plus 340. Right. Well, no one's talking about Travis either at Florida State. Yeah, no, not but really. This is, I know it's going to happen, though. You're going to have. You know, Harrison was great. Gabriel with a so-so performance. Uh, Penix was was awful, kept turning it over. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, this, this stuff's going to happen week in, week out. Again, what, the boy, things have changed. Caleb Williams and Drake May. Oh, yeah. boy. This is VEASAN's Follow the Money on the DraftKings Network. Plenty more coming up today, including Gojo, Dan Lebatard, and Ross Tucker. Two more hours here of Follow the Money on VEASAN. And at the top of the hour, we will go over opening numbers for Week 8 in the National Football League. Zero teams on by, and six teams are laying north of a touchdown. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. 